all right, what, what, what's the name of the program? I can remember. <laughs> that really smart show. Oh, that really smart show. Yeah, okay. Hey, sorry for the delay, everybody. Sorry for the time off. It was the holidays, but we are back now. And you are listening to That Really Smart Show. I am your host. I am here to make you enjoy the next, let's say, 14 to 35 minutes of your life a little bit more through hilarious conversation, interesting insights, and as always, a positive outlook. Let's get right into it, shall we? First thing first, uh, we'd like to give a little update on the week. Things that have gone well for us, things that have made us a more positive person. For me personally, the big win this week was laundry and grocery shopping in the same day. Uh, You know, it's not easy. It takes a lot of effort. Typically, I accomplish one of those things on the weekend. This weekend, I got them both done. Not only did I get them both done, I did them the right way. Small loads of laundry, lots of water, uh, on the heaviest wash cycle to really get the clothes clean. I'm feeling good about both the lack of scent on my clothes for the work week and also the kind of crisp, clean fit that you only get after freshly laundered clothes. You know, the other thing I did is I did go grocery shopping, and I did it on the same day as laundry. Again, it's a topic that a lot of people find mundane. I personally think grocery shopping is one of the more interesting things you do. When you're in the grocery store, you see all kinds of people. Uh, It's interesting to see what people have in their carts. My cart just to give you an idea, is filled with only fruits and vegetables, uh, the occasional fine filet fish Other people have different tastes, different things in their laundry or their grocery cart. I find all of them wonderful. I see people getting ready for football parties, uh, two liters of Coca-Cola, racks of ribs, potato chips, various kinds of colored drinks that are all wonderful, and they're all great. And everyone should be excited about anything that they put inside of themselves because everything has its place, including velvet, cheese melt. What is that stuff called? Velveeta. More Velveeta. Enjoy your Velveeta this weekend. Enjoy your sporting events. Enjoy some time with your family and get ready for another great week. A great week that started with laundry and grocery shopping. So I have to admit that although I am a positive person and the world is a better place when I am being positive, sometimes I do kind of, you know, slide into some negative thoughts and negative opinions on things. One thing we need to get figured out is sometimes, even though I'm trying to be, and even though I am always a positive person with a good outlook on the world, there are times when things seem to be a little bit, uh, you know, wrong, uh, a little bit overplayed and maybe a little bit ridiculous 
and I need your help to understand exactly what I'm missing because I need to be positive in every activity I engage in, including, of course, listening to other radio shows, other segments on shows. I take this podcast very seriously. I never, ever resent it or think that it is a pointless activity. It's always important, and it's always going to be important as long as this microphone is here and I don't lose it or drop it in the toilet. That said, in an effort to make the show even more interesting, we're going to start taking segments of other programs that I find personally confusing. Not bad. They're not wrong. Because there is no wrong. There is only positive thought. And with positive thought, I get confused on occasion when I feel like I'm being less than positive in my response to something. A good example of that is a show that I, on occasion, get tricked into listening to because I wake up at a point on my weekends when this show comes on to the radio. And if I'm, you know, in the shower or folding laundry and can't get to the dial fast enough to change the station, this program will pop on and it will make me feel less positive. And it makes me feel less positive because I have no idea what is going on on this show. People laugh at anything that happens on this show. Personally, I think that's, uh, you know, in the abstract, that's a great, that's a great thing. Laughing, whatever the reason, is always a good thing, just like everything is always a good thing. But in this particular case, I get a little bit confused. I'm going to need you to help me understand what is going on with this program. So just to give you a little setup, uh, one of the segments in the show, they read quotes from the week's news and try to get the person on the phone to uh, say who it was who, who the quote is either about or who said the quote. Uh, in this particular question, they ask uh, something that El Chapo said in the context of being interviewed for Rolling Stone, uh, where, of course, he was interviewed by Sean Penn. Listen to the response this gets is from Mexican drug lord El Chapo. ¿Cómo se llama ese actor? El Chapo was asking, who was that actor who interviewed him for Rolling Stone? So we'll ask you, Reese, who was that actor? Um, I... Did you hear that? Did you hear the amount of laughter that was elicited from asking a question? So let me get this straight. Let me ask you a question, and I want to know, you know, how, how funny this question is to you. What did you eat for breakfast today? <coughs> uh, n- nothing? No, no, no laughter coming from the other side of the, uh, the podcast world on that one? Let's try this again. What color is your favorite color? Anything? Are you sure? Because I asked a question, and if this show is correct, asking a question, it elicits laughter from people. For me personally, I think it's a question. I think the response to that question could potentially have hilarious content, but the question itself is not funny. What are they laughing at? Let's keep listening. I know the answer, but first I actually want to say something funny. You mentioned earlier... Okay, so that's the guy who's answering the question. It's just some random guy calling in. 
And now he, instead of answering the question right away, because everyone knows the answer to the question, and yet it's still funny, he is going to provide his own hilarious anecdote before answering the question. What, what hilarious anecdote is it going to be? Uh, quintuplets. I, I, am a, I am a quintuplet. You so are a quintuplet. Are you me? Wow. I really am. So. We should. Wow. Yeah. 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 We need to go buy a Powerball ticket. What are the odds? All right. I can't pause it right now because I'm about to freaking lose it. I'm pausing it. So, oh, for love. Here's the deal. This is this entire segment, right? They ask a question, the guy answers the question, maybe the guests kind of riff on it a little bit, although they never do. Uh, For the most part, they just repeat the question again, and, you know, to their credit, that's all they really need to do because people will laugh at the question itself. This guy follows up the question with another hilarious thing, which is a statement of fact, which is that he is a quintuplet. How is that funny? Um, let me see if I got this right. Let's, uh, let's do some statements of fact. I'm sitting in my attic right now. Anything? Did anybody in any world think that was an interesting or hilarious insight? No, they didn't, because it's a statement of fact. Let's try another one. I, maybe I just messed that one up for some reason. Milk costs less than four and a half dollars, typically. Anything? Okay, we'll do one more. Hot water heaters exhaust into my chimney. Yeah, anything? (sighs) So, again, positive people, positive thoughts at all points. I'm just confused. How is a question about a news event in and of itself hilarious? And then how is someone in response to that question offering up a objective fact about themselves also funny I'm honestly asking you to explain this to me now this was not me randomly picking out some low point in the show this was me literally opening it up listening to the first seven and a half minutes and having that nugget smack me on the side of the face it's like I stood up and a stranger walked into the room punched me in the stomach and said, you know, Andy, don't be a positive person today. Don't have a good attitude. I want to be a positive person. I am a positive person. I will continue to be a positive person. I'm going to play it all from the beginning, that entire clip. It'll be the last thing I say on the matter. I will never, ever bring up this show again because it makes me feel less positive. It makes me feel less excited. Your last quote is from Mexican drug lord El Chapo. ¿Cómo se llama ese actor? El Chapo was asking, who was that actor who interviewed him for Rolling Stone? So we'll ask you, Reese, who was that actor? Um, I, I know the answer, but first I actually want to say something funny. Uh, you mentioned earlier about quintuplets. I, I, am, I am a quintuplet. You so. are a quintuplet. Are you really? Wow. I really am. So. We should... But 
we're being positive. We are always positive here. And that was a segment from a show. Hey, and you know what? If people find statements of fact and questions about the news hilarious, you know what? I say let them have it. I say we can do better here. I say we will do better here on this program. But you know what? If you don't agree with me, that's okay. You can do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. We'll meet, have a cup of coffee, and talk about how great each of our experiences was and how much better we feel about our day and our life because we were positive and we enjoyed the things that we enjoyed. Hey, next up, we're going to have an interview with a friend of mine. Hoy hoy. Oh, is this Ryan? Oh, uh, it sure is. Ryan, it's great to hear from you. Isn't it, though? <laughs> uh, can you hear me okay? I can. Nice. Are you recording this now, or? I record everything. It's uh, sound strategy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's new? Oh, uh, you know, same old. Same wool. Yeah. Printing off a copy of a new lease for one of my slum, scumbag tenants. <laughs> That's right. We're both landlords. Yes, but uh, I'm the absentee slumlord you always aspired to be. This is true. Yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, slumming it in my own tenant's building. Yeah, I mean, that's it's literally beneath you. <laughs> Your puns are always, you know, spot on. <laughs> like a fine wine, they only get better with age. <laughs> you sound older, Ryan. Uh, it's because I'm smoking, I don't know. Well, uh, an e-cigarette, I assume. Oh, no, these are the analogs brought to you in part by the New York State Tribe of Indians. Well, these sound delicious. Well, they are. I mean, with a name like Seneca, you can't really go wrong. You really can't. I mean, especially at 20 bucks a carton, you really can't. I mean, you're saving money at this point. I mean, I'm just trying to make up for hundreds of years of transgressions. (laughs) You're a hero for us all. Well, I'm just only the one that was required in the moment, so. So you're living in Amherst, New York now. Sunny Amherst, New York. It's a, you know, it's a town. Hmm. City, I believe, technically. Mm. All right, Ryan. What's going on? You used to live here in Chicago, sunny Chicago. Now you're mm-hmm. in Amherst, New York. Correct. Uh, I assume miserable. Oh, no. No, it's. Uh, uh, there's no sign of winter here, you see. It's a strange thing. You love winter. I know. That's why I'm upset. Well, I'm sorry to hear that for you, but. Uh, when there was the snowstorm that hit New York City, I thought of you. See, and that's the funny thing, that I'm uh, almost as far from New York City as I am from Chicago here. <laughs> Still, New York City stinks, right? Oh, yeah, those guys. I mean, <laughs> fornicate those guys. <laughs> Thank you. So when are you coming back to visit? That's a fine question. 
I don't know. The next travel plans I have are a exciting opportunity to go to the foreign land of Costa Rica. Really? Correct. Is this a real vacation? It is. Bunch <laughs> of uh, bunch of friends and I are all going to the land south of the south of the border. You're going to Costa Rica. Yes, which I believe stands for the Rican Coast in English. That makes sense to me. So you have friends, and you're going to Costa Rica. I know. <laughs> I know it all sounds very implausible. So you're just living in Amherst with friends. Correct. Going on a vacation with your friends. Correct. And I'm sitting here in my attic trying to talk to people. Well, I guess somebody's made some wrong life choices. A couple. I've made a couple. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Did you see that um, that GoFundMe for the woman with the 420 tattoo on her forehead? Um, I assume she's an Oswego resident. Uh, so close. The next town over of Scumville's Fulton. I hate Fulton. Mm, so do the rest of us. <laughs> it's basically where the creme de la creme of the scum go to <laughs> mire their way through the welfare state. Crim scum. Mm. Although once upon a time it was a, bur- a bustling metropolis, was formerly really? the home of the longest operating chocolate factory in the country. Get out of town. Well, it did actually, <laughs> which is <laughs> exactly the problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, blue collar jobs. Where have they gone? Well, I can tell you where they haven't gone. <laughs> But you, you're a white-collar man now. Uh, I, I, technically, I'm wearing a sweater. I don't have any collar. So you're a, an editor? Uh, of sorts. Mm-hmm. I am the, what, what do I call myself now, the lead content editor for the department. Nice. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, but, you know, with job titles. <laughs> and presumably, you know... Adventures that are predefined around certain content topics. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, But still, that's pretty good. It ain't bad. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye, at least. So I was thinking about what, you know, we would do for your segment. Hmm. Do you have any ideas? Well, I, you just said you were thinking. I figured that you had come to a conclusion of sorts, but well, I'm led to believe now that you haven't. <laughs> Well, I have been asking you for the last three and a half weeks to uh, accept my Skype invitation. So. Well, that's true, and and so I finally did. And yeah. within moments, you pounced upon that opportunity to <laughs> once again rally and, and incite me to contact you on Skype for the purposes of this broadcast. Yeah, you would have loved it, because when I realized this was going to happen, I had to gather up all of my equipment and come upstairs while also cradling, you know, cigarettes and beer and all that sort of stuff. And I almost dropped it all. (laughs) Well done. Don't you have a wife that can help you with that? Oh, she has no interest in the podcast. (laughs) Oh, I see. So so this is an entirely Andy-based endeavor. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason I'm in the attic.
are we are we pausing for station identification and advertising? We never pause. Oh, oh. Dead air is part of the uh, the ambiance of the show. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we've got that under control. Perfect. <laughs> so, what does one do for fun in Amherst? Oh uh, well, go to the bar. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. Yep. We have uh, you know several cinema complexes. Mm. Play all of the latest films. Did you see the new Star Wars film? I did. I did. Did you like it? It wasn't bad. Yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. But I need to see it in not 3D. Oh, that that's too bad. How does one watch 3D with glasses on? Uh, well, you put the other glasses over your existing glasses and just look like an idiot. <laughs> did BB-8 roll right out to you? I didn't even really pay much attention to the attempted cinematic effect. Yeah. I really can't stand 3D, but it's the only opportunity I had to uh, see it during the holiday season in Rush. Okay. But you're Apparently they had to replace a toilet last month. Oh, my God. Why? Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Once again, um, there is no swearing on the podcast. Right, right. right. <laughs> Urine happens. Very apparently forceful. <laughs> knock toilet off the, the rim kind of urine. I don't know. I was always amazed that, you know, when you were downstairs, we had a little bit of a toilet rocking situation. Mm. Yeah, your rocking toilet was very comfortable. It was very nice, relaxing. <laughs> Brought all of the joys of having a rocking chair with all of the pleasures of, you know, using the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that was, I liked it. I mean, it had its own charm. Don't get me wrong. No, I mean, I saw all of your charm when I ripped it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure there were other charms in there. Mm. There were a few. None of them fit for radio, of course. Well, naturally, I could only imagine. So no Sabres games this year? I've been to one this year, but they lost. That's terrible. It is, but... Not actually sure what they're... I think they're playing right now. Oh, really? But I don't have the game on currently. You chose the podcast over the Sabres? Well, I mean, I could easily remedy that. And <laughs> tell the Xbox to put the game on. But... Yeah, how is the Xbox doing? Yeah, you know... It's... Lording overall as it tends to do. Does dude have his own channels? I don't know what he does when I'm gone all day. He could he could there's another cat in the house too, and they like to terrorize each other, so really. Has he lost any weight at all? No, no. Mm. He lords over the first floor with full dominion, patters about on the second floor to terrorize the cat who lives on the second floor, and occasionally strolls up to my room. To leech the body heat for me on the third floor. <laughs> uh, so you're both doing better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Oh, yeah. I'm really happy for you. I have a car now. Oh, like Corvette? Camaro? Camry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it starts with a C. It's similar. <laughs> that's a Fun joke. fact, uh, Camry is an anagram of my car. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hmm. That is a fun fact. Isn't it? Not really. Well, it's a fact, so... <laughs> At least half of that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't quite see it, because... Uh, let me think. Oh, yeah, yeah, it works. I mm -hmm. see it now. So you're driving a uh, Japanese car. I know. Mm. That's a must be in a pretty enlightened town there in Amherst. I actually bought it in Syracuse. Well, oh. leased it in Syracuse. Oh. You're on a lease. That sounds like it's a new car. Oh, it's a brand new car. <laughs> really? A brand new car. I'll, well, Andy, there's no swearing on the podcast. Right, That's Andy. A... So you got a brand new car. You're mm -hmm. living in Amherst, New Correct. York, making money, living in a, a three-story house. I'm yeah, I'm still I mean it's basically a you know, glorified flop house. But well, I mean, that doesn't sound bad. No, I did find out recently having despite the fact that I lived here for 4 years before, had no idea that prior to all of us moving in, Back in 2003, the house was apparently formerly a whorehouse. Really? It would turn out, yeah. Well, it's not now. I mean, nobody's paid me any money, so. <laughs> so you're going to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> True. Do you have anything planned for that trip, or are you just going to, like, show up and stand around asking where the snow is well i'll probably do that but i guess uh the first three days we're going to be by the arenal volcano mm. where i will attempt to not actually do joe versus the volcano it's smart and then uh the balance of the four days we will be at rio guanacaste which apparently features black sand beaches and more sunlight than a ginger should handle. So, trying to find bulk sunscreen purchasing options. Do you have a hat? Uh, I have one wide-brimmed hat, but I might, might need to get a couple. Yeah. That sounds smart. Maybe sew them together so that I can have a, you know, <laughs> mobile umbrella. You could just wear a my head. You could wear a trench coat the whole time. I could, but then I would probably be warm. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get warm down there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be weird. Have you ever been, you know, anywhere tropical? Oh, no, I've currently ordered my passport, which has never been something I owned, so... Jesus, you're going for it. Oh, yeah. And I'll be able to go to Canada again, which I haven't been able to do since you were no longer able to go with a driver's license and birth certificate yeah, back that's... in... 2007, maybe? <laughs> it's, uh... So, how far away is Canada from you? Uh, five minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jump on the, the highway and go over to the 190 and take the Peace Bridge across. Man. The Peace Bridge sounds nice. I mean, it's peaceful. <laughs> is it all one-way traffic going to Canada? Or is it uh, right now, of... yes, because the Canadian dollar is worth like 61 cents, mm -hmm. so... You can live like a uh, upper middle class gentleman. Oh yeah, no, I could go over there and just throw a couple of ones around and <laughs> be lorded upon. That's good. 
Yeah, when you first moved back, were you Mr. Big City and you had to prove your, you know, down-home roots again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You showed up to that first dinner party and, you know, tux and other fancy things. Well, I mean, there's only several holes in that story. (laughs) One, (laughs) that I own a tux. Two, that I go to dinner parties. So, you replace the toilet. You've got a new slumlord tenant. Mm-hmm. You're going to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a stamp in your passport. My brand spanking new passport, no less. And I'm going to sit in my attic. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, living the dream there. Yeah, no, that's, uh, we're both living our version of a dream. It's true, yes. I'm just saying, Buffalo is a, uh, it's very much like a one-fourth size Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't, you know, it's hard to imagine going somewhere like Buffalo for a vacation, but, mm. you know, if, if work or, I guess it would just be work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. Okay. Are you getting that? You getting that cue? I'm getting that cue. We got to go on to the next segment. Oh, okay. But um, first thing first, I'm gonna find a list of cities in New York. Uh huh. And I'm gonna get your opinion on these cities, randomly selected. Randomly selected cities. Are we doing just cities, or are we doing towns? Um, We doing villages? There's a lot of nuance to the (laughs) municipal system of the state of New York. Well, the list I have says cities. Okay, well, that would be anywhere with, I believe, 15,000 or more population. Okay, I'm gonna, I've got one here that has 3,000 people. 3,000? Yep. All right, well, maybe they, maybe they aren't as stringent about that as I thought they were. You can edit the, uh, the Wikipedia entry after the call. Mm, I, will, I will have to do that. All right, we're going to start with a hard one. Cheryl... In Oneida? Oneida. Oneida. Mm hmm. Cheryl in Oneida. Thoughts? Okay. Uh, I have really no thoughts. I I remember seeing Vernon Verona Cheryl as a school district when I was a kid when snow days were going by. Okay. But I've never been there. Hmm. Well, it's in Oneida County. Mm hmm. How about Tonawanda? Tonawanda is the next town over from Albany, and it's actually right near where I work. Oh. Have you ever been there? I have. I have actually friends who live across the border in Niagara County in North Tonawanda. Hmm. Is it a good town? Eh. Not a great town. How about... uh, Oneida in Madison? I've not been to Oneida, but I know of Oneida. Okay. How about Ogstenburg? Ogdensburg? Yeah. That is the home of the lifesaver. <laughs> the candy? or The, the... candy. Oh. Was actually created. There's a, when you go into town, there is a giant lifesaver's roll on a giant sign. <laughs> what a state. Oh, yes. Full of color and culture. How about Hornell in Steuben County? Uh, I believe that's over by where Cornell is. 
Oh, okay. And Glen. No, Falls? no, it's not. No, nope. it's not. It's further south. No. Oh. Is it a good town or a bad town? No, I really don't know. That's over in the southeast of the state. I try to stay away from the southeast side. That's smart. Is that like the Blue Bloods? Sure. <laughs> How about Gloversville? Gloversville? Gloversville. I've heard of that, but also not. You're, you're going more towards the east end of the state here. Ugh, I well, Ogdensburg is north, so. Waterville it? I know of that as well. I believe that's on Long Island. Mm. We hate that place, probably. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, everything south of, like, Albany is just kind of a mess. Ugh. It really is. Ooh, I think you'll know this one. Fulton. Mm. Which one? Fulton. Oh, yeah, Fulton. Home of the scummiest people on Earth. <laughs> uh... Buffalo in Erie County? Mm, Buffalo. <laughs> I believe there's uh, the Sabres and the Biles that uh, play there in Buffalo. Speaking of the Buffalo Biles. Yes. Are you familiar with um, the Deadspin website? I am. And you know that like this whole year they've been saluting all of the monstrosities that are Bills fans? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. No, they've been they've been quite uh, quite adept at finding the beautiful gems of people that, uh, that tend to frequent the games. I thought I'd see you in one of the, uh, one of the videos, but I never... Ah, uh, see, but I only went to one game mm. and uh, just didn't have a chance, you know? Were you the guy who had a shot over his shoulder snorting cocaine out of a $1 bill? No, that wasn't me, no. <laughs> okay. It probably would have been more likely to see me be the guy that, you know, lit his pants on fire and had his friends pour it out with beer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I did think that was you for a second. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, resemblance, uncanny. <laughs> All right, well, we've definitely established an ongoing segment. All right, I'm going to go downstairs and put some gloves on. Solid play. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks uh, for having me. Well, geez, you're such a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk again. Sounds like a plan. Talk to you later. Yep. See ya. Bye.